What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yo, what up, everybody? What up, what up? Um, Day two, day two of uh, football. Got this piece of lint here on here or whatever. But anyway, um, man, I can't wait for Tuesday. I cannot wait for Tuesday. It's going to be crazy. Um, lots, Man, this, this shit bothered me, bro. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to have a lot to talk about Tuesday. And I cannot wait. Um, but uh, what up, Shelton? What's happening? What's happening? Uh, if you guys are not following us on social, I suggest you do so. I, I wish B just sent a hilarious video. I'm going to post it on our Instagram feed and maybe everywhere. And make mm-hmm. shit probably on, on the YouTube channel, too. You guys are watching now, uh, so definitely tune into the YouTube channel and see B's response. It, it's, it's hilarious. And he'll be there Tuesday. He'll definitely be there Tuesday. Daddy Gaming was <laughs> recorded. Make sure you check them out before us. What a game. What yeah. a game. I um I'm happy for B first and foremost. You know, that's his squad first win since 1991. Um, you know, the Lions proved uh that you know they won a very, very close game. This was a playoff atmosphere. Mistakes, any mistake you make can be very, very costly. But I think Dan Campbell won it in the way that he's coached all year and probably since he got to Detroit, being aggressive. Yes. And uh he went forward on second down, went and they went to. I was in the chat. I was like, they better pull out their best plays. I thought they were going to do it on third, but I think he caught them off guard, went forward, hit that guy, and got the first down, and that was the game. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I was I was saying because well, first of all, the refs missed a couple of penalties, so that was that was pi on Nuka. Man, uh, he grabbed. Was, yeah, he grabbed. Sure it. Did sure did. And uh, but it was it was key. And I, I didn't think I, I wouldn't have taken the penalty, but it worked out for Dan Campbell. Um, he believed in his defense. They got it done. And and that was that. But, you know, Kyle, shout out to 12 Kyle, put in the chat. He was like, golf got to go win it. And golf made the play and, and they did it. But Shelton, I don't know if you got this feeling, but I felt like the Lions butts got a little tight in the second half. They they did, man. They they only scored three points in the second half. Uh, the defense stepped up big, and they made plays down the stretch. Um, kept kept the Rams. Rams had several chances to get in the end zone and just couldn't get it mm-hmm. done. It seemed like they were trying to force it to Cooper Cup. I don't know why. But, yeah, they, they, they tightened up that second half for sure. But they, they were fortunate to pull that out. That pass interference miss was huge. And he yeah. definitely grabbed it. Yeah, I, Ghost of Nicholas do say it seemed like, and I, I think it was 
it was to a certain degree smart, but they were um they were running the ball and they weren't running the ball effectively. So, you know, I, I, it felt like they were being a little bit more conservative. And, you know, the Rams brought a lot of pressure. So they didn't get a chance to really get into their set. Golf is like a freaking statue. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, but it felt like they were, like, trying to, to, to um, you know, just kind of uh, eat, eat out the clock. But they, um, you know, they, they got it done. But that first half was a, a, a shootout. Yeah, it <laughs> so, was. Yeah, and um, but I and I was I was texting B. I was like, man, the Lions' defense just getting cooked. And, they were, and, they were. Mm-hmm. And and I was saying too on that part, Ken. I don't know if it felt like it to you, but it felt like to me like the Lions should have been up more. It just, it just felt like they dominated for a second in the first half, and it was it was surprising to me that the that the Rams even had a chance to take the lead at the end of the first half, at the beginning of the second, because it just felt like they had been outplayed. But it was a really, really close game um, throughout. It's best game of the playoffs so far, by the mm-hmm. way. And it was really good to see those two battling out with their former teams. And it seemed like they both had something to prove. I know this meant a lot to Jared Goff uh, um, going forward, that, that whole Lions organization. So shout out to them for getting this win. Yeah, and good thing that Sam Laporta was able to play after uh, he almost got put out the game. But – yeah, it definitely meant a lot to golf and to do that against his former team. I mean, everything you said. So I'm, I'm in agreement. Um, and you know, it was, it was, um, <laughs> it was definitely big. Hold on, <laughs> shout out to we got the homie to a cow here. Yo, what? <laughs> Yo, what up, fellas? What up, man? <laughs> What's going on? Hey, man, just came in, man. I, I seen the link in the chat. I was like, man, let me go in here and uh, come in here and say what's up on such a joyous occasion <laughs> yes, yes sir yeah um yeah we were just talking about the game man just your thoughts overall on the the lions uh rams game uh man it was a good game uh i was surprised because i thought uh i don't know man i mean you know you you you've seen the lions for so long you it's such a good story you thinking okay can they pull it off and uh you know you got to give credit to stafford and um and even to you know, their whole team, man, because the Rams, I think at one point this time this year, the Rams were really struggling, and nobody would have expected them to make it to the playoffs. So for them to make it to the playoffs and and even get knocked out in the first round says a lot about what Sean McVay did. Um, you know, a lot of people counted them out, especially in that division. So, um, you know, it's not a it's not a loss for them. It, it's it's still a feel-good story. And, I mean, bro, they got they got a stud receiver in that Puka Nakua kid. So, I mean, like, they got a lot of stuff to look forward to. It's not a – it's not a loss, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, but definitely happy for Detroit because Detroit's been bad for a long time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That, hey, we've had some – it's been crazy these rookie receivers stepping up the way they have during this playoff time. These rookies, period, have playoff ball. There's no uh, first-year jitters. They've never been here before type stuff. You saw Rasheed Rice do it. What he had like 180 yards. Puka played well. Uh, just these guys just are stepping up. These young guys are, are coming out there and playing some ball, man. And it's looking really good early for everybody. All the guys for the Rams. You could, I mean, for the uh, Packers, you could talk about. But that's that's just been crazy to me to see these these receivers make a name for themselves the way they have. Well, you know what's interesting, man. I I heard a little bit about it on the radio um, when I was driving uh, from this restaurant. But they said uh, Puka Nakua. They said, like, 
the only reason why he went as late as he did is because he had a he had a really bad combine. He had like a really slow forty. But I mean, like for him to have because that's why he got taken in the fifth round. But really to bounce back from that and be the kind of rookie that he was this year is incredible, and it says a lot, you know, particularly in that offense, man. So it's and you mentioned the, the guys from Green Bay, man. Other than Watson, I don't know none of them dudes that, that play receiver for the Green Bay. Right. But, you know, the, the point that I made on Twitter early was like, this is the same team, the exact same team, the same receiver core that Aaron Rodgers said he couldn't win with last year. And so the only thing to change was you take Rodgers out of the picture and you put in Love. And Love, you know, looked better than Rodgers did last year. So yes. that says a lot. It says a lot. Nobody's going to talk about that, but that says a lot. It's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, well, we there. Um, you know, I, I saw you post that on on Twitter. I was I was thinking about that, and um, and that, that's an interesting point. But um, <laughs> the damn Cowboys, bro. Was, <laughs> they got the worst possible matchup in the playoffs with how great Green Bay was playing down the stretch, mm-hmm. how confident they were. Lafleur figured out. Uh, uh, love strengths and weaknesses and he just he just did everything he did and 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 Dak threw two picks bro like yep. costly picks and that was his he went Flacco it was Dak Flacco bro that's slant now that was a hell of a pick by Jer uh Alexander Alexander yeah but that pick six bro that was awful he had no business yeah, at all. But yeah. you know what? That's that's what Dak is he's done. And you know, even really later on in the game, he was throwing some 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 he was throwing up some a couple down the middle that looked mm-hmm. like they could have easily been picked off. But I mean, he's he's done that all year. It's just they got him today, man. And they had his number. And I think part of the problem is too, man. Dallas never really you don't know what they're gonna do. Like some days they come out and they run the ball, and I thought it would have been more beneficial to them. For them to run the ball as opposed to having Dak throw the ball all the times because, like, you know, with Dak, man, if he's all if you get to him early, oh, he's gonna be shaky. And mm-hmm. they got to him early, man. And they and like I think one of the biggest plays I think that they didn't even talk about was it was a third and like five, and Dak got in between that little area where he could run or maybe he could throw, and he took a sack. And that told me right there, like he he ain't ready. And mm-hmm. um, Green Bay, you got to give Green Bay their props, man. But Dallas. You're right. It was a bad matchup, man. But really, just to to get kicked and thrown down a st- down a flight of stairs like they did, I love it, man. There's no bigger hater than than me as far as the Cowboys are concerned. I've been hating Dallas all my life, so I love it. I love it. All the memes. I got all the memes. I got all the tweets <laughs> off that I needed. Um, I still got more for for all the haters tomorrow. All my friends, because I'm friends with a lot of Cowboys. So I'm married to a Cowboys fan. God for God's sake. Mm. And oh, and man, bro, she ain't said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> She said, hey, man, it's so bad. With me being a Giants fan, when the Giants play the Cowboys, we don't even watch the game in the same – we don't even watch the game in the same room. She got to – I go upstairs, she go downstairs. <laughs> um, but it, it's uh, – it, but that, it, it couldn't happen to a better team. It couldn't happen to a better team. And I think even – okay, so all hate aside, let me let me just say this, and I'm going to say this for Spike because I know Spike ain't probably coming on here tonight. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll say this. Dallas is a good team. But they a lot of their wins and their stats got compiled when they were playing bad teams, when they were beating the Giants, when they were beating the Redskins, when they were beating, you know, these terrible teams. But mm-hmm. when when they had to play against teams that were relatively good, Dak looked average and they looked bad and they didn't win. It is what it is. 
Yeah, they had a, they had, they definitely had a favorable schedule this year, and they, and they handled business at home. It handled, they handled business when they needed to at home. But like you said, when when pressure comes, any type of pressure, and it was brilliant. Another thing people ain't talking about is how Green Bay took the ball. Most teams play defense first. Yeah, he uh, Lafleur understood we need to get on top of these guys because when they play downhill, it's hard to stop them. Thanks. So what they did was they took the ball. He put the ball in his quarterback's hands first, which most people want their quarterback to sit and look a little bit. Mm-hmm. No. Nah. He said, we want the ball. They took the ball, and they drove the ball right down the field. And it's crazy to me, man. The craziest thing is how Jordan Love continues to throw off his back foot and is deadly accurate doing that. It looks it looks so it wild to me. I'm like, man, he <laughs> it looked like he's just throwing it up. And mm-hmm. and it's he's deadly accurate, man. He was he was just on point. He looked like what Dak should have looked like tonight. Hey, B, you missed the Lions talk, bro. You late. <laughs> Where you at? He in the chat. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, you you're right, Sheldon. He 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 looked good, man. And I think they they really he schemed up. And one another thing that I saw too that Green Bay literally was holding the ball till it got to like one. Two seconds left on the play clock. They milked the clock all game long until they got a very comfortable lead because they wanted to keep Dak and those guys on the sidelines, and they did a great job of that. Time of possession mm-hmm. they killed Dallas. Yep, they did. They did. That that was just a. It was just a brilliant game plan. They went in there and they executed. Every everybody did their job. Romeo Dobbs stepped up, huge, huge mm-hmm. in this game, and it was it was crazy to me how some of those receivers was running so wide open. That one pass that tied in. For that score, I mean, yeah, he just, that was like he was catching a punt. <laughs> he had to wait on the ball. He did. He he just stood there like, okay. I was like, man, I could have caught that. <laughs> hey, hey, Shelton, I got to call you out. Your homeboy looked bad. Oh, he did, man. He, he did. looked bad, boy. Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore looked like he was about thirty-seven out there today. I hated it. I I felt so bad for him because he 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 got cooked, man. That that was. That was that was one of the worst games I've seen him play. I think it it may be the worst game I've seen him right. play. And he was getting he was getting toasted all night long. Even on that touchdown pass where I think where they went up yep. three scores. Yep. He was he was just out of position. And the only thing he could do was swing at the ball at the end. And yeah. and and the kid Bland, he was a non factor too. I mean, not having digs obviously hurts them, but they've been playing without digs all year. So I right. mean that's not an excuse. And the biggest thing the Packers did was they eliminated Michael Parsons yep. from this game. Anytime you neutralize him and his name is not being called, you got a great chance of winning the game. And they did that early. You know, the first couple of plays, you know, you got the offense holding call on him a couple of times. I mean, a couple of times he got holding calls. Other than that, you heard nothing from Michael Parsons. Mm-hmm. And that I, was cool. I, You know, I had a feeling because we were just wrapping up recording, so I was trying to get Spike out of there so we can watch it. (laughs) Preferred to stay where he was. Um, And, you know, I saw a a text that go Packers go or whatever. And and one of Spike's boys is a Packers fan, so they were sitting there together. So they were both in there recording with us. He had his Packer gear on and stuff like that. So they were taking jabs at each other. But when I saw Dak and Lamb having exchanges, I'm like, Oh, uh, y'all, y'all ain't mm-hmm. on one page early, yeah. you know, and the game just started and Lamb is sitting here bitching and whining and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah. Hey, B, B, hop on the chat, bro. Yeah, hop B, on, bro. Know. Put your mask on or something. <laughs> B got, B got warrants or something? Yeah, the link in the chat, bro. Hop on, bro. You got, think your line's warrant, bro, since 90, 1991. Yeah, celebrate this. Um, 
But yeah, so I was like, that's not good. And and that's what led to one of the pick six. That just dropped back and threw the damn ball, bro. Like you saw this the safety came down in almost like this robber position. So he was playing it and he just picked mm-hmm. it off. He just he just he just ran off. So I was and that was that was pretty much the game because one of the things that uh Shelton, you guys have been talking about all season is that these guys are front runners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and once they got behind, like, you know, 14 0, it was it was a little rough, but when it was it was 20 oh i was like this this might be it so uh, well it was it that was, that was <laughs> so um so yeah and it was just downhill from there they just they just kept pouring it on bro you made it. <laughs> so yeah so now nah, that was that was uh that was the worst thing that could have happened for a cowboy fans yep. I, think it, B, it, I think he might hop on here he said give him give him a minute and the thing about it was they they scored at the end of the first half. They got that, that they got a break because that was a false start on that uh, offensive guard. I thought they were gonna call that, but they didn't call it. Mm-hmm. So they did score that touchdown, and they got the ball to begin the second half. So they had an opportunity to get back in that game early, but Green Bay mm-hmm. came right back down the field and just marched right back down on their first possession and scored. So anytime Dallas put points up, it it was too late, man. It was it was just it was just. It was too late. And it, did Green Bay even punt the ball? I don't even remember them punting the ball. They ever, ever they did punt a couple times. Okay. They they okay. punted because they they look at up. the end of the game. Uh, that when Dallas was down by two scores, they punted and put Dallas uh, inside the ten yard line. Then they punted a couple, like one or one or two other times. They punted maybe three times total. But I um, got a question for y'all uh, uh, before B hop on here. Uh, still in this area because Jerry Jerry Jones was pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, he was hot. Do you think that um, that Bill Belichick is on the table for them? He has to be. He has to be at this point because, you know, this is a prior franchise and and Jerry Jones does not like losing as we we know. And I feel like he'd go after the best. I think that he's going to, you know, it's an attractive job. It can't. It has to be, because the cover is the talent is there. They got talent, and there's no way you can't look at one of the greatest coaches of all time and think about bringing him in and maybe unlocking that uh, success that needs to be there. So he has to be on the table if you're smart. I don't know. I don't know. It it, it looks good and it sounds good, but I think part of the issue is like. Jerry Jones has his hand in too much as far as operations. Now we just saw Belichick be the coach last GM. I'm sure he would want to do the same in Dallas. I don't know that Jerry can be that hands off for Bill to be that and be successful, but you can make a case that Bill really wasn't that successful doing it because of, you know, the roster that new England had over these last few years. I mean, like, you know, when we talked about it ad nauseum, you know, whether or not it was Brady or it was, uh, you know, Belichick, and, I mean, I think it's pretty clear. Now, don't get me wrong. Belichick is arguably the greatest head coach of all time in the NFL. But it's clear if you don't have a Brady, you don't get to those six Super Bowls, seven, how many ever Super Bowls they won. Um, so, I, I don't know. I mean, like, it would it would take a lot. Could it happen? Yeah, it could happen. I, I think at, at this point, you got to at least pick up the phone and call Bill Belichick and say, hey, what's up? What can we do? Because – Mike McCarthy may or may not be – Mike McCarthy may or may not survive the next 48 hours. No, he won't. Uh, he won't. <laughs> He's done, Kyle. He's done. 
So, you know, I, I saw uh, Jason Garrett say something on TV to the effect of, you know, publicly Jerry will support the team and support the coaches for the next 24 to 48 hours because the news cycle is hot. But, I mean, that's, that sounds, that's, that's like coach speak to me. And so I think Jerry probably will do that. But, you know, it, it's going to be a decision-making process that has to happen. So, yeah, I, can you get rid of McCarthy? McCarthy, hell yeah, you can get rid of him. Can you bring in Belichick? Yeah, you can. But I just don't know the dynamics of it. Now, if you put Bill Belichick on that sideline with that team, they're going to be better. I mean, let's just let's keep it yeah. real. But can they win? I don't know because, like, this team is still <laughs> – he got ski mask on. This team is still flowing. What up, B? What up, what though? Up? What's happening, What's up? What's up? What's going on? <laughs> the fuck is going on up in here? I try to tell y'all. I try to tell y'all. What you trying to tell us, B? <laughs> y'all was y'all been doubting my lions all year, talking all that stuff. Where's Spike at? And the lions will be one and done this season. The lions will be one and done. I promise you that. And look at his squad. His squad is one and done. Karma. That's a karma for cheating. That's the karma for that cheating game that they they cheated us out of number one seed. And yeah, that that's that's why. And now look at the Lions. We are here. We are here. We're going to have another home game at the crib for the playoffs because we're playing the winner of the Tampa or the, or the Philadelphia, and, and we are higher seed than those two teams. So that means we got another We got another game at the crib. You know what I'm saying? Look, Dan Campbell has been gutsy all season. Mm. I, look, I will give it to Dan Campbell because I remember when he first became the head coach, I was like, I don't know about that hire. He had that first press conference talking about biting knees and all that stuff. I was like, man, I don't know. I was like, man, I don't know about this dude, man. I don't know. I'm not sure. But third year, he's turned it around. I mean, hell, the way he finished last year was remarkable. I think what well, they went like seven, they won like seven, eight last eight games or something like that last Not year. Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like crazy. And then they just he just sprung right on to this season, beating the Super Bowl champs to start off the season. Bam, got that out the way. Our only like really ass kicking that we really took this year was against the Baltimore Ravens at the Ravens crib. I can accept that. The Ravens are the number one seed. They got the what best record in the NFL. Not even just the AFC, but just the NFL. So I can take that ass whooping. I can take that. Some of the other losses we had, divisional games, you go, you got you gotta take that the way it is. Divisional games are always tough, no matter what the record is. But we still we still dug down deep like the Warriors we are, like the, the, the gridden lions that we are, and we pulled this out. And we got the dub. Now we at the crib again this week. We had too many legends in the middle. We could not have lost that game. We had Barry there. Megatron was there. You know what I'm saying? Like we had legends there. We could not have. We could not have take that L with those legends there. First playoff game win since I was in middle school. I am loving it. This is great. It's great. You can't ask for nothing. Have that you heard from anybody? What's what's the what's the move from your peeps? Have you heard from your pops or anybody? Oh like yeah. That? Oh, phone's been hot. The phone has been hot, okay? The phone has been on fire. So, yeah, man, I've been getting text messages, text messages. I talked to my dad for a second. He was at his sister's bar, uh, loud and stuff over there. So, you know, you know, I couldn't talk to him that long. It was just loud. But we was happy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, it's what's up. It's Detroit. Look, people know, people who's been following me, following Detroit, following Dead in Sports, they know it ain't no bandwagon shit with me. I ride and die for all my squads, all my Detroit squads. It ain't no bandwagon. Oh, yeah. It's still Detroit basketball. I still say it in the chat. 
it's still Detroit basketball, even though we might have we're gonna probably pull off the worst record in NBA history probably this season. But you know what? It's still Detroit basketball. I still got my Detroit jerseys and all that stuff. It's still Detroit squads. Shout out to Michigan, uh, Wolverines for winning a national championship as well. Um, hopefully, my Michigan State Spartans win the NCAA, but we'll see. But yeah, I rep all my Detroit squads. So people who see this, they know I don't bandwagon shit. Okay. I'm gangster about my shit. That's why I got the ski mask on. <laughs> That's exactly why I got the ski mask on, man, because I'm I'm gangster about my shit. Gangster wild with it. I don't care what y'all think. Y'all can say whatever y'all want to say, but y'all will not say y'all can't y'all can't deny that I rep my teams rather win or losses. It doesn't even matter. I still rep them. Ain't no bandwagon here. I don't I don't go for players. Nothing. It's all about the Detroit squads. All right. Yeah. And we got the dub. We just got it. Congrats. Yeah. I would, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm in here. Let me see what you know, this chest saying. So, what, so, what, what the chest saying? Yeah, I got a question for you. How far you think you can go in these playoffs? Hey, look, show numbers taking any given Sunday. Any <laughs> given Sunday. One, one game at a time. Any, 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 yeah, any given Sunday, man. You just gotta, you just gotta, you know, just roll with the punches. We got through this. We have to focus now. So we 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 got through this. We go celebrate tonight, mm. and then the next we just gotta, you know, we are gonna watch this, check out, see what who gonna who we gonna play between Tampa and Philly, and then we gotta focus on Tampa and Philly. Is this going to focus? Tampa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tampa. You say you think it's going to be Tampa? Yeah, man. Philly, Philly look bad, man. Philly, yeah. Philly it's it, man. Not only does Philly look bad, but they sound like they sound defeated, man. Like, and it's like Shelton, you, you, you know, it's it don't look good, man. It don't look good. You, yeah. you got to be nervous right now, Shelton. Very much so. Very much so, because a lot of you know, as a former athlete yourself, you understand that most. Most games are won and lost before the game even is played. Then this mentality is Max. everything. When, when Kim pointed out when when CD was going crazy, you know when they was getting into a little bit on the sidelines, they pretty much had lost that game at that point. And it's been going on all year. Mm-hmm. Just just it's just been it's been a circus. It's been a shit show. And it, it's 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 hard to turn it on now. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I kept saying, and I was saying, like, okay, eventually this thing gonna click because I thought it would. I really thought it would, but but it never did all season. No matter what, you know, and it's it's still remarkable to me to have a record like that. You know, eleven and what, eleven and six, which mm-hmm. is crazy that they finished eleven and six with with the way they looked and performed was ridiculous. And I laughed. Well, you know what? This, it, what makes it out. tougher is. I was gonna say what what makes it tough is that they were the Super Bowl loser. Now traditionally, Super Bowl loser doesn't even make they don't even make the playoffs. So you know, I was pushing back on some fans that said, "Oh man, if they lose this, Sirianni gonna get fired." That's just crazy to me. I mean, like I'm not a fan, so I don't have I don't have no I don't have a dog in the fight. But to say that a guy can lead a team to a Super Bowl one year and be fired the next, that I mean mm-hmm. that that's crazy to me. But I mean, like I think it's it's a it's a it's a number of things. I think it, what you said is is true. Philly's kind of played on that edge where like, oh yeah, we'll turn it on, we'll turn it on, and they've really gotten to the point where they just they can't turn it on anymore. And right. you know, Brown being hurt, you know, Jalen's clearly been hurt and been playing through injuries all, which that's what you you expect a hundred million dollar quarterback to do, you know. But at the same time, you know, it's like when I watched them um when they played against the Giants before the Giants kind of blew them out. What I see is a team, everybody's looking at the next guy to make a play. Yeah. That's what I see. 
everybody's looking at the next guy to make a play. And then they're walking back to the huddle like, well, why you ain't make that play? Well, why you ain't make that play? And then they get on the sideline. Why you didn't make that play? And it's like, you don't expect that from a veteran team. Like, and this is, and keep in mind, Philly had, they pushed all the chips in. Like this team has constructed, won't be the same next year. So this might've been their best run at the ring. And for them to come up, I mean, like you can't lose to Tampa, but I mean, cause Tampa sucks, but they, they look that bad. Damn, it's they Baker have. The fact that y'all think Baker Mayfield is about to go out here, so I'm on a, shocked. On a, on a bum ankle, Ken. Ken, I, I'm with you, Ken, and I, I would I would think that, but like like Kyle said, it's just it's just tough to because I wouldn't imagine the Giants would have done them like that. It's it's hard to imagine that, but at the same time, you got to go on the road. You're gonna have to stick together, and you're gonna have to figure out how to get past AJ Brown's injury. That's your bet. That's your 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 bread and butter right there. So they got to figure that part out because those are the right receivers. After you get past AJ Brown and um, uh, Smith, there's yeah. nothing. The cupboard no. is bare. Julio no. Jones is shelled himself. <laughs> so if that's Julio, your, Julio out there for cardio, man. He ain't man, it ain't, you know, yeah. there's there's nothing left. And and you know, we've seen them ignore the running game. Another thing about Sirianni, I was thinking about too, because that is true that they're talking about. I've been seeing a lot of reports that they're looking at firing him. This leads me to believe that there's something deeper going on that we don't see on the surface. Gotta we can't be. see. Gotta We're be. not in that locker room. But he evidently has lost that complete team locker room to the point where ownership is paying attention. Yes, they made it to the Super Bowl last year, but once again, even the looks on their faces looks different this year. You know, I'm looking for some type of something, and I don't see it. And I watch every game, every second, and I'm mm-hmm. still not seeing that that team that looks like they're, you know, fired up, confident, and ready to go. I, I don't see it on either side of the ball. And it's just crazy. The leaders on that team, you got leadership. You got one of the oldest uh, veteran squads in the league. The leadership is there, and they're not able to pull it out. So something else is going on that we don't see, and it's brewing, and I don't know what it could be. I don't know if it's the coordinators. I don't know if it's – I don't know what it is. But hopefully well, we can pull this out. I, going. Uh-huh. Well – what I do know is we'll be back on. I'll be back tomorrow uh, to, to of course, recap. We got two games tomorrow. So we got mm-hmm. that one and Bills and, and Pittsburgh. And the governor said they're not pushing the game back anymore. So they're going to play regardless of hey, what happens. You so. know what? Adam Silver mad as hell right now, too. Cutting in his ring. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Cutting in his ring. Yeah, he's hot. Yep. Uh, well, Kyle and B, man, I appreciate you guys jumping on, man. It was yeah. unexpected, but I'm hey, glad man. you jumped on. You know, to, oh yeah, to had, to. had to. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to jump on more, man. I um, I, I was just about to get in bed. I was when I think when I saw it pop up, I was like, oh shit. I said, Let me go ahead and, and talk to the Cowboy Nation because they needed to hear from me. <laughs> so I got one question to all the Cowboys fans out there that I ask on social media to quote the great singer D'Angelo. How does it feel? <laughs> mm. Mm. And I'm gonna drop the mic on that. Kyle, it feels the same. And and I'm gonna drop the mic on that. It feels the same. And on that note, we out, man. We'll catch you guys next time. We out. All right. Peace, Peace out. Out. G's. Later. Peace.